you see Paul W. Smith on I-94 this morning, please move to the right. He may be running a few minutes late. It's the pre-W. Smith Show with Jeff Sloan on 760 WJR. All right, welcome back. You can be sure Paul W. is not running late. That is for sure. He's the man on the spot. And we're uh, warming it up for Paul. He's going to be on in the 6 a.m. hour. This is the pre-W. Smith Show. And, uh, you know, those of us, we've been talking about vacations, heading into the weekend, 4th of July. It's summertime in Michigan. Nothing better than that. But, you know, we also talked about why people now more than ever are placing emphasis on their vacations. And that is it's literally become a mental health issue in that people need time off. They need a break. They need to unwind and unplug. And, and, and it's become mission critical, not just a nice to have. And so we've got someone that we had an opportunity to do an interview with recently, and he's the CEO, founder and CEO of LaunchPeer. That is a startup incubator that helps startups get off the ground, helps entrepreneurs get their startup businesses off the ground. And you know, that's tough business, man. That is not for the faint of heart. And there's a big issue as a result of how tough it is to be a startup entrepreneur. There's an issue of burnout. And Jake Hare wants to make everyone aware of the fact, again, Jake's the CEO of a startup incubator. He knows firsthand about entrepreneurial burnout. And so we caught up with Jake. He did an interview with us and we've got it right here. Jake Hare, welcome. Thanks for doing this interview with us. You're the founder and CEO of Startup Incubator called LaunchPeer. And you and I both know I'm in the entrepreneurial world as well. And there is no question that one of the most important, if not the most important resource an entrepreneur has is the ability to get up and go at it with gusto every day. Right, Jake? Yeah, that's totally true. But it's a hard thing to sustain. Many people would think if you say, what is the most important resource of an entrepreneur? Someone might say a great idea or money and capital funding, et cetera. Of course, critically and fundamentally important, but I think even more so at the heart of it all is just the ability to get up and go and go hard. So tell us, Jake, you've uh, brought it to our awareness that there's entrepreneurial burnout out there. You've seen it firsthand. Give us the overview. Yeah, and I think this is something that's been more of a problem over the last few years. I mean, it seems like the last few years has been you know, with social issues and political issues that come up and stuff, regardless of what side you're on, we have this news cycle that just is constantly putting pressure on founders, you know, and, and as of right now, it's happening again, right, with everything that's going on with the Fed and everything in the world today. And that could really put a lot of pressure on founders when they're already putting a lot of pressure on themselves. I think it's no secret that founders have a disproportionately high rate of depression and suicide compared to the general public. And it's a real problem. And honestly, you're right. It's something that doesn't really get talked about a lot. Funding gets talked about a lot. Validating your idea gets talked about a lot. Finding the right team gets talked about a lot. Not very high up on the list of most people when they're talking about what makes a successful founder is the mental health and well-being of the founder. And I always find that kind of surprising. Yeah. And you've articulated that perfectly. You know, I felt it in my entrepreneurial career, building companies. And it's almost like when it happens for an entrepreneur, it's a lonely feeling because it's something you have to almost like contain because you can't let your team know that you're burnt out and running on fumes because all of a sudden they'll get down. You can't let your investors know. You can't let your customers know. You got to deal with it, right? And and so it's a compounding problem because on the one hand, you feel this burnout and exhaustion and, oh my God, can I slug through the next set of challenges? But you're also, it's kind of a lonely thing. Yeah, it is. And I think a lot of founders, honestly, we do that to ourselves. You know, I mean, it happened to me. When I started my company, I didn't want to talk to my family about it, especially my wife, because 
I knew that she would just worry that things were exactly. going exactly. Well. Um, exactly. I couldn't talk to my entrepreneur friends because it, from, on the outside, everybody makes it seem like they're doing so well, uh, which is usually not true. When you talk to other family members, say what most people say, which is, well, it sounds like a job is you know, the next step, right? Like maybe we should just go back to work. And that's the last thing that entrepreneurs want to hear. Yeah, that is the last thing, right? Entrepreneurs have a hard time by nature facing failure and admitting mm -hmm. failure when they've invested everything, you know, and again, I'm not just speaking financially. In fact, that's secondary to that's just this emotional commitment and the pouring out of energy and everything else that goes with it into making their idea go. It's hard to admit defeat. And that's part of the thing that I think causes these issues of burnout and operating out of fear and, and all the rest that goes with it. it. It's an interesting thing. People on the outside who may hold a job nine to five, you know, uh, and of course there's pros and cons to both, but you know, many, many look at it as a path to easy street, you know, get your own business, mm -hmm. get your own hours, get to do your own thing. Yeah. Right. There's a price to pay, isn't there? Yeah, there is. I mean, we work with a lot of founders. Our incubator is really focused on founders literally at the very beginning. I mean, they just have an idea and nothing else. And one of the things that comes up a lot once they start getting the work and doing the work is they didn't realize how difficult it would be, you know, because that's not what you read on the cover of Forbes. You know, it's, that's not what you read when you're reading all these profiles and autobiographies of these founders, because they're skipping when they talk about these founders that are really successful, they're skipping what happened from zero to one. And they're jumping straight to talking about what happened from one to two or two to three, you know, and they're skipping forward. And the founders never really get good insight into how insanely difficult it was from literally day zero from the time that you realize this is going to be so much work and I have to really regulate myself. And a lot of founders never learned to do that. They never learned how to regulate themselves and figure out how to get past that burnout period. But there are definitely some strategies that founders can use in order to get past that. It, the problem is most founders don't know about them because most people don't talk about them. So let's talk about first, you know, the signs. You mentioned that there are ways to pick up on founders that are dealing with burnout. What are some of the common ways it manifests itself in both their professional lives and personal lives? Yeah, I'd say when I see that a founder isn't making working on their startup as much of a priority as they did before, and you've probably you've obviously met a ton of founders who, you know, every day the first thing they think about is like, what am I going to do for my startup today? You know, what am I going to do to move the you know push the ball forward? What am I going to do to move the needle? And what I see is when founders get to the point where they're letting other things impede on that passion, it's not necessarily because they're losing passion, it's because they're getting burned out. Like the founder might not know it, they might not realize it, they just start prioritizing things over other things. It's kind of like when you have that thing on your to-do list that you don't want to do, and you find after a couple of weeks that it's still sitting at the bottom of your to-do list. Well, it's not because that thing is super hard, it's just like you don't want to do it. And that's a lot of times what ends up happening. And usually when I see founders in our program kind of falling behind the curve of where other founders are progressing. It's not because of any other reason than they're kind of losing the passion that they had in the beginning, only for the reason of them being burned out. And once you start down that slippery slope of losing that passion and that energy for what you're doing, that confidence, your ability to rally your team's enthusiasm or that of investors, as I mentioned before, and compel them to invest, the ability to secure customers, you know, because you're likely a lot of entrepreneurs are doing their own selling at the early stage. And all of it plays out in really critical ways, really in every aspect of your odds for success, which go down as your enthusiasm and confidence goes down. 
the biggest problem that I see with trying to educate founders on solutions to this is it's hard to give someone medicine when they don't know they're sick, right? So if you're a founder and you're dealing with burnout, but you don't think you're burned out, then me giving this advice right now won't really work. So the biggest thing that I can impress upon people is don't implement these strategies after you're burned out. Like you should be practicing these kind of things every single day. You know, it's a, it's a lot about building habits and things like understanding that the amount of effort that you put in does not equal the outcome. I can go to the gym every day and be there for 12 hours a day and just bench press the whole time. That doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to lose weight. I might have a huge chest, but if my goal is to lose weight, that just because I put that much effort in doesn't mean it's going to give me the outcome that I want. But a lot of founders think if they just work 80 hours a week, that it's going to lead to some sort of outcome, but it usually does not. Jake Hare, thank you very much. We really appreciate it. Now out to a quick break. Back with more in a minute right here on the Pre-W Smith Show. 